Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another edition of After Hours with Tifo and Luby here on the Believe Network, our podcast featuring, of course, Mike Luby Lubitz, and I'm Jeff DeForest, and we have a great story uh, happening right in our midst here, uh, Mike Luby Lubitz. Yes, uh, sir. And, uh, yet, um, I, I don't know that it's flown under the radar because I'm not sure exactly where the radar was set and what it was focused <laughs> on, but we've been hearing this rhetoric for a long, long time about one of our local teams in South Florida. The Florida Panthers uh, in the NHL, and they were going to get the right mix of young guys and veterans, and then the young guys became veterans. So yep. I don't know if they were trying to mix young guys in with them or uh, even older veterans, but whatever it was, it didn't work. And then last year, things started to click. Uh, they had some unfortunate injuries to key players, I mean very key players, uh, at the end of the season, and uh, they had the unlucky draw of the Tampa Bay Lightning, the eventual Stanley Cup champion going on for their second consecutive Stanley Cup after taking out the Florida Panthers in the first round of the playoffs. Now, the Panthers haven't won a playoff series since 96-97 when they went to the Stanley Cup final in improbable fashion as a third-year expansion team, but they seem ticketed for better things ahead as the postseason is coming up rapidly. It does seem like they're playing 100 games in the NHL this year because uh, the postseason is still like a month away. And yet the Panthers have clinched, and they set a franchise record for points in a season. And to help us analyze what's going on here and celebrate a local story that uh, looks like it's going to end uh, on a happy national. note or at least head in that in that direction uh, is Craig Minervini of the Bally Sports Florida broadcast team. Also does a great job covering uh, Major League Baseball and the Miami Marlins, speaking of under the radar. And is a guy that we love because uh, among his many impressions, he does one of the late great men announcer, Bob Murphy. We welcome Craig <laughs> Minervini to the program. Craig, how are you, my friend? You are much kinder on your podcast than you used to be locally. <laughs> I don't know why that is. <laughs> well, we're trying to expand your uh, national yeah, uh, presence here, uh, Craig Minervini, because uh, we're all over the place. Yeah. Although, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think we have three people uh, that download the thing in China, so. You know, you're going to get some, some exposure. Yeah, I'm not I'm sure to uh, what extent here on the podcast today. Yes, I, I did get a, a request for good morning, uh, Taiwan. I'm going on that show next week. Maybe that's a good idea. You probably called wrestling there at some time in your career. I mean, uh, there isn't much that you haven't uh, encountered, yeah. which is great. Although, uh, Lisa, yeah, yeah. I don't How know, is this a Cinderella story? What What is this story going on with the Florida Panthers? I don't think it's Cinderella because um, because of all the moves. I think just the way we feel in South Florida because we haven't had a, a team like this in, in so long. I mean, they've had a couple of good teams in the last ten years, but not quite like this. You know, number one in the in the Eastern Conference, number two in the league. They could be the t President's Trophy winner. They're only two points back of that. They're scoring like we've never seen before in South Florida. I think that's immediately 
a lightning rod for, for hockey fans because it's exciting, never out of the game. I mean, to come back from four down twice in, in four days, it's unbelievable. No doubt about it. I, last night's game, and I don't know if you were around at the time here in South Florida, I think uh, this might have predated your presence here uh, as a uh, local broadcasting superstar, Craig Menavini, with us on After Hours. But um, I, I had a buddy uh, was one of my early mentors here, especially when it came to delivering live spots, named Ron Harrison, who was a radio guy. And he was a sports director at the first radio station I worked at here in South Florida over 40 years ago. And uh, he, he didn't watch any sports. He didn't know what was going on. Uh, he usually, uh, you know, it would come in uh, like six seconds or, or less before his first sports cast. They would hand him a bunch of wire copy at the time, and he would end up reading a lot of partial scores because that's the way those came in. He didn't even have time to sift through them. So right. he'd be in the morning going, uh, okay, after six and a half, looks like the Cubs are in command here. They're up 5 nothing on the Cardinals. You're like, Ron, the game has to be over by now. It's like 6 a.m. And uh, Harrison would start every sportscast, though, with a, a phrase that, uh, you know, is still stuck in my head, which was, boy, what a game last night. Now, we had no idea what he was talking about, but, man, that was some game last night. I, you said they came back yeah. from, uh, you know, a four-goal deficit. Uh, each team traded five-goal uh, nice. scoring sweeps. And uh, then, I mean, at the very end of the game, Toronto ties the, the uh, game up at, at six apiece, and that, that overtime is insane with the three-on-three, Craig Manavina. That was great. Um, unbelievable. I'm thinking Frankie Valley. You're, you know, oh, what a night. Yeah, <laughs> we've had that. You know, unbelievable. Uh, the, the scoring has been so exciting. I mean, look, you don't want to do this on a night to night. I mean, it's fun the regular season, but it is a little scary to think you're giving up this many goals or you're falling behind because you you don't expect that to happen in the playoffs. That's the you know I don't want to put a blanket on this. That's the that's the one thing I'd be concerned about is. Boy, can you do a track meet in in the postseason? Most likely, the games tighten up. Everybody's checking much closer, and you don't have these kind of games like this. But somebody said it the other day, and I thought it was well put. And and it's not, the Panthers aren't sloppy. It was Mike Johnson on the Canadian Network. He said something interesting. He said they like chaos, and they think their chaos is better than yours. And I'm not wow. talking Siegfried. I'm talking the not the yeah. chaos from Get Smart. We're talking. Chaos, C H A O S, and it, you know that game was chaotic last night. And again, the Panther, the Panther skill outdid the the great Leaf skill. So it's you know it's a big win too. Some people say it's important. It, it was a huge game because you're really looking now at, at trying to finish first in the East, have home ice advantage at the very least in the East, if not the league. And and the first round matchup, you're looking at a one eight is probably Washington. Uh, no slouch by any means. Won the cup a few years ago, uh, but probably a little easier on paper than the other teams they could potentially face. So it, it meant plus winning the division is huge because you avoid uh, put the Lightning in the first round. It looks like unless they should fall to the uh, the wild card. Well, and Craig, uh, it's I, pandemonium. Uh, yeah, let me let me just uh, interject yeah. one thing. It's pandemonium, as Gordon Solly would say. But what uh, we have this bet with Mike Mayo yeah. that uh, they're going to win a first round playoff series. You know, Mike uh, used to cover the team with the Sun Sentinel and uh, became yes. a food critic, very smartly so, after being a sports writer for many years and being on a city desk. He does not believe that the Panthers will get out of the first round. He has to be shown that they can well, do it. I saw Mike recently at a poker game. He's not only a food critic, but a food consumer. 
<laughs> yes, well. yes. No, he's put on a few pounds. I mean, it's not no, like he's no. skating around blue line anytime soon. But who am I to talk? I am as well. Skating on thin uh, ice. I don't agree wise, with Mike. There's no doubt. Did yeah. you get... Did you get odds on that? Uh, or did you have to give up odds? I mean, no, that is not up, a good bet. Straight up, they win the series. He takes us to dinner at Runway 84, a very expensive right. joint here, although worth it. I know and, Runway 84. Uh, and, and if we lose, uh, then then we have to take him. Uh, oh, so we're I actually think getting odds. We're, we're sport. getting odds on this. Yeah, we're two guys. You're getting odds because he's buying for yeah. two. Yeah. Yep. Uh, great, great wager. Look, I will say this, guys. It's not going to be easy. <laughs> It's not going to be simple. The, the league is tough. I mean, the Caps could finish with, with close to 100 points themselves. They've got uh, 84 with uh, 13 to go. So if you give them, you know, the, even their average, which is better than a point a game, they're right around 100 points uh, for the eighth place team. So it, it's not going to be easy no matter how you slice it. But I like the Panthers' chances going into this, the way they, they have come together as a, as a hockey club. One of the highest scoring teams we've seen in recent years. But by the way, not even close. So the top 50 teams uh, NHL history will probably have a higher goal average than the Panthers uh, this year. Some people thought it was the most heavy weavers. Yes. Uh, don't forget the Gretzky years and the yeah, yeah. hockey in the 80s. And, Islanders. and the, the game was different then. And the scoring was crazy. The goal equipment was much smaller. And it was higher scoring there. But for the, the modern time here, this is as good a scoring team as, as we've seen in a long time. One, we're talking with uh, Craig Minervini, Bally Sports Florida, Miami Marlins, and Florida Panthers. Follow him up on Twitter, at Craig Minervini. Well, and that's the thing is, yeah, you we work with you locally, but whatever hockey is in South Florida, hockey is a much bigger deal around the country, and the Florida Panthers have become a huge story. What happened last night was a big deal around the country. A lot of people were mocking the Maple Leafs, but the reality is Maple Leafs are, what, top five or six in all of hockey. The Panthers are top yeah. Two in all of hockey. So it, it wasn't more of a joke then. It was two. They're the second best offense in all of the league. So, like, both of these offenses went crazy. Uh, it, it's the kind of thing where it's interesting. I'm curious about being around the club because we've talked about Devo joked about it. But for years, they were the young kids that are coming along. Well, Huberto is, what, a top five player in the league. And he is in his 10th season. So they're not the young kids anymore. And they've surrounded these veterans with other veterans what is the feeling around the club? Like, it doesn't feel like they're this upstart that's just happy to be there. It feels like they're looking for a Stanley Cup and nothing else. I think they'd be very disappointed if they do. Uh, you guys win your bet and they and they even bow out in the second round. I think mean, this team is primed. The only thing they don't have is is the playoff experience. They've been there the last couple of years. They don't have the winning experience that you look at in the in the division: Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, Capitals yeah. won a Stanley Cup. Boston's been around. The block, Carolina's gotten some some wins. So that's the one thing. The only thing that they don't have right now is a playoff series win under their belt. They haven't won since we talked about it. It's hard to believe since 96, a playoff series. Yeah. So that's the only thing. But they've got, they've got you're right, they're not the young guys anymore. Remember, they're doing this without x too, right? Which is another great thing. I mean, last night the defense did look a little porous in spots. And that'll that'll shore up a little bit with uh, with Ekblad back, but no, I they're they're I agree with you, Luby. They're there to for one thing, and that's to try to win the cup. But you know, obviously, you have got to win 16 games to do it, and you got to win four right off the bat out of seven in the first round, which will start on May. I think it's May first, May first or May second. That's when the playoffs will start. Jonathan Huberdeau becomes the first Panther ever to tally a uh, hundred points. Uh, sensational game last night. 
Two goals, including the game winner in overtime, three assists. He goes from 97 to 102 on the uh, points total and uh, sets the uh, franchise record. But uh, you, you've watched hockey your whole life. You've been around a game now. I, I don't know how many years it's been that uh, you've been reporting uh, on the Panthers. What, since uh, virtually their inception there, Craig Minervini? And uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the way this guy... The, the way this guy handles a puck, I mean, it's Holy Wayne Gretzky, man. This, this guy yeah. is, is one of the best passers of the puck and distributors of the puck that, that we have seen. And on top of that, now he's scoring goals as well. Yeah, you're right about that. You know, I don't know if you know this, Depot, but uh, I, I, gotta, I love hockey so much that back in the day, uh, my great late friend Rich Tucker and I went to Quebec City, had a little gig with the Miami TV station. I was at the original draft in Quebec wow. City. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah working out of, out of West Palm at the time and I covered the team from there and you know then I moved to Miami in the mid-90s so I have literally covered him from day one and you're right uh, we haven't seen I mean he broke a record I don't think anybody ever heard of this record <laughs> but it is a record he broke huh? a record for most assists by a left wing have you guys ever no. even you know it's not even a record you hear about that's specific Yvonne uh, Cornway he did that yeah, yeah. I, I put him huh? in that category yeah yeah I mean, you don't find a lot of it. I think the reason is a lot of the left wing tend to be more snipers than, than assist men, yeah. whereas the center usually gets credit for all the helpers. Yep. This guy comes down the wing, and he's finding guys on the right wing uh, or, or vice versa if he's on the other side of the ice. And, you know, you can almost argue the Panthers pass the puck too much sometimes. But then just as you're saying that, they score a miraculous goal. I mean, they throw the puck around. It, it really is. Incredible. They have more dishes uh, sent around than I think Mike Mayo analyzes or has uh, <laughs> as in, his food, in his food work. Uh, well, but, he'll be looking at a couple of empty plates and a fat check, uh, I believe, <laughs> in the first playoff round in the NHL this year. He makes them better, to your point, Depot. He makes the other guys better. It's not just his individual talent. He's distributing like a tremendous point guard, and because of that, the other four guys on the ice are better. And you could argue that for a bunch of the guys, and that's what this team is a, is a team that I haven't seen in a long time. They really, really play together, and that's why the, the, really the sum is greater than the individual parts. Yeah, Claude Giroux uh, gets his first goal. Uh, Libby was just uh, posting here uh, last night on our little message board. Uh, as a Panther, he had seven assists. We talked to Red Deer on our uh, Ion Channel show yesterday, and uh, he was saying he had seven assists. But uh, when they got Claude Giroux, I, I have to say, I, I was so much stunned. I mean, you always like the veteran acquisition. I was thinking, well, geez, yeah, is Giroux totally washed up? Uh, obviously, Philadelphia's been going nowhere for a while, so uh, they want to dump a, a guy with salary. But uh, Randy was pointing out, and, and, and this may be a very positive thing, that uh, people want to play here now. I mean, uh, and uh, this is no more, uh, you know, uh, Bowmeister's father saying that uh, Miami is a cesspool. <laughs> right. People, people want to come. They're attracted point. to the franchise. They, they like the direction. And, and that's one of those uh, solid, I mean, veteran acquisitions. A few years ago, Claude Giroux was among the best players in the league, without question. Yeah, you're right. And, uh, you know, he, he did the Panthers a favor because uh, reportedly uh, this was the only team he, he would go to. He had a no-movement clause. So uh, the Panthers were able to make a deal uh, that worked out in their favor, not only get Giroux, but not give as much. And don't forget, now he is a free agent after the season. Uh, so you are, you are trading. you, know, you got to give up something. You're trading future for present. But, man, isn't it nice to do that for a change? Yes. To give yeah. away a little of your future to, to try and win now. now. And after all we've been through, you know, especially in, in hockey, uh, it's great to do that. And yes, and, and all of a sudden you've got a guy for, a, think about it, a high-scoring team 
you got a guy coming in who's playing number one power play uh, and penalty kill. That's it's not your third line pickup. You know, you know, Ray Shepard came in tremendous. We remember tremendous acquisition yep, yep. in '95, '96. Yeah. Became one of their top six, you know, in a goal scoring standpoint. Uh, but maybe not necessarily at the this level that Giroux is. Although Shepard was, a, you know, in, in his own right a goal scorer. Giroux's another one of these guys who's passed first, uh, a million assists, makes other guys better because he's a center and he's great in the circle, but he could also play the wing and he's ultra competitive. I mean, this guy from everything I've heard, I, my roommate from college is the voice of the Flyers. And you know, I talked to him at length about Giroux and he said they thought he was maybe washed up about three or four years ago, but actually he had a, he had a core injury oh, and he just didn't have the strength. He, he got better. And, and really, in the last two or three years, he's almost back to where he was. Uh, so it's a huge pickup for the Panthers. People uh, buried Dale Challen after the uh, first season here with Sergei Bobrovsky. Uh, it may have uh, been part of the reason that uh, Challen is no longer uh, with the team. Uh, they, they made the $70 million signing. Uh, Bobrovsky ha- had lit it up uh, uh, with, uh, what, the Columbus Blue Jackets, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he had, like, a, a great, yeah. great playoff series. and. You know, you need goaltending and you need a hot goaltender if you're going to contend for a Stanley Cup or even win a series. Uh, I guess you could have said that, uh, what was it, Vasilevsky, uh, what was the difference uh, last year uh, with the Lightning in that series against the Panthers uh, after a couple of rough outings. Uh, so uh, what happened to Bobrovsky? I mean, uh, last year it looked like he failed to admit that he was blind in one eye after he got all of his money. And, uh, you know, you're thinking, how did they not research that? But uh He's been much better this year. Uh, got taken out of the game last night, uh, got the boot. Uh, but uh, prior to that, he, he was having a very, very uh, long stream uh, of very good games. Yeah, he he, uh, he did did have a, you know, he's had a, a little, I think you'd say, shaky start. Uh, much better this year. You know, he has had a couple of bumps in a row the last few games. Um, I, I'm always sensitive to the goalie thing. My son was a goalie, and, you know, a lot of times, if the D doesn't play well in front of you, the goalie looks bad. But you need a big save here and there. It, it, is the, it is the most important position in the league. And no matter how many you score, usually if you can't keep it out of your net, you're not going to win the cup. Now, the Panthers are scoring over four goals a game. Nobody else is doing that. They're giving up under three. So those numbers are good. But you think in the playoffs, again, it's going to tighten up and you got to make big saves. It's going to come down to big saves. I think it's in him. He's got a proven – he does have a proven – playoff uh, record uh, in fact he beat the lightning uh, four straight a few years ago with columbus so he's gonna have to find that again it's to me here's an interesting thing to watch he's coming in relief the last couple of games spencer knight has, hey, has wow. played very well yeah. i think his his game is rising a little bit here while sergey is coming down a little bit bob's still your guy but it's going to be interesting well, let's keep an eye on how the the they decide Rob Tallis, the goaltending coach, and Andrew Burnett, interim head coach, how they decide to play the goalie down the stretch. And could Knight potentially wrestle away the number one job in the final 10 or 12? I don't think so. I think you got to go with Bob. But maybe he's a little bit closer to coming in than, than you thought uh, a month ago. I love it. Uh, Craig Minervini uh, right here starting a quarterback controversy uh, with NHL goaltenders <laughs> and the Florida Panthers uh, right here on After Hours with Defoe and Luby. Uh, all right. Uh, this, I mean, speaking of quiet, and, and, and let's hope it works out. And you're invited to the dinner if uh, yes, we're inviting everybody. Otherwise, uh, <laughs> yeah, otherwise lose our number. But, 
yeah, if he's picking up the tab, then uh, we want to invite as many people. Is as Mayo can. paying? I'm, I'm there. He's paying. Yes. I'd, I'd like to see that, though. Got to get that series win, and he's paying. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. He, okay. he still believes. See, see, the problem he has, he still believes is on the – a South Florida Sun Sentinel credit card account uh, for going to restaurants because then he's going to, you know, rip them an ass after having a free meal, yeah. you know, which, uh, you know, I'd leave it to a former sports well, writer. Why does he to, say uh, this? You know, why is he saying this? I mean, is he not watching the game? Because they haven't won in 20 something years. Uh, exactly. They he won has issues years. with the front office. Uh, Doug Sifu apparently uh, took uh, exception with some of the things that he wrote when he was a sports writer. No, he was actually a city desk writer for the Sun Sentinel. And uh, he had written some critical uh, material, uh, although I would imagine Mayo very thorough, probably factual, uh, about uh, the acquisition of the cash for the scoreboard and some other considerations that the uh, Panthers were looking for right. and he, he felt uh, weren't justified from the uh, city taxpayer standpoint, certainly not uh, uh-huh. in regard to making, you know, uh, taking a priority over uh, other, you know, maybe more important issues uh, like feeding the poor yeah, or whatever. Like the but, uh, the and, and Sifu apparently attacked him. I guess Sifu is one of those guys that, you know, will come out, you know, he's not hiding in the corner there uh, in the offices. Uh, oh, he's on he, Dougie Large. He's on uh, Twitter. Yeah, he's a, yes, he's a great follower. Yeah, Twitter. Twitter. That, that's what happened. And exaggerated a situation okay. that was already a little bit tentative. And uh, so uh, Mayo is rooting for them to lose. I, I believe he is. Because <laughs> uh, he, he doesn't want to pay this uh, well, pay for this dinner. Right? We're not. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't have the great Neil Rogers anymore. So somebody has to be the curmudgeon out there. Although Neil was a great <laughs> yeah. well, he, lo- he loved the Panthers. But he loved to attack. And I, I think Mayo's barking up the wrong tree here, but we'll see. We agree. Like I said, it's not going to be easy. I would give him that, no matter who the Panthers play. But right now, after the win last night, they've got an eight-point lead on first place, which is tremendous. And they have a, a six-point lead on the number one seed. And if you look, Washington right now, although, again, we mentioned talented team, but they are a solid nine points out of the – if you will, the seventh seed, they would be the eighth seed. So that that looks like a matchup right now you can almost write in. It's not done yet. There's 12 to go. Things can happen. But Florida-Washington is the most probable matchup right now of all the playoffs in in the Eastern Conference first round. Well, I mean, uh, you know, that'll be entertaining from two standpoints because – you get to see if they can contain Ovechkin in that series. And right. uh, Washington's not the same, though, without Bruce Boudreaux on the bench. Uh, yep. You know, that that really made it for me, uh, seeing that guy there, uh, you know, because, yeah. uh, I mean, he just he, he looked like one of those old vintage Toe Blake type of hockey coaches. Uh, and he had no <laughs> neck. He was like Walt yeah. Williams also. All right. Uh, you know, right. When did the Marlins open up, uh, Craig Minervini? You're also part of the they uh, Marlins up on, isn't that We don't even know. Yeah. They open up on – is that right? Both of you fine followers. They're not, they open up Friday. I'm going to say this week. Uh, actually, in Europe. Uh, no, not in, in Europe. Europe. So you were going to say, really? No, no. Yeah. No. No, San Fran. <laughs> See, that's how nobody's following this. Right? San no, they could they be. I mean, they, maybe they got a game in Mexico. I haven't heard anything about this. <laughs> They're in, in England. Yeah, you didn't even know. They're in San Francisco on okay. Friday afternoon. It may as well be Europe for us. I mean, it's far enough away. What do you think? I mean, uh, Jeter's gone. Uh, it, it was, you know, uh, sort of a, a strange ending to that relationship out of nowhere and uh, made you think, well, what was it that, that made him want to leave all of a sudden? And he kind of hinted at the fact that uh, the team wasn't going in the direction that he had anticipated. I mean, well, what's the prospectus for this team this year, Greg Minervini? Well, who was it, Depot, that said, very interesting? 
Was it, yeah. was it the great Artie Johnson? Was that who it was? Yes. Remember from, yeah. uh, yes, I figured that you, that would be down your alley. Laughing, yeah. Oh, Very interesting. My, my buddy, yeah. uh, my buddy was on that show, uh, the great Mary Langston, the unknown comic. There you go. Right. The unknown comic, yes. Well, no reason to put a bag in your head if you're a Marlin fan this year. That's for sure. Uh, All right. Because uh, I, I, I like the way they're looking. They're, they're, what they did is they decided to go offense. They spent over $80 million on their corner outfielders in Garcia and Soleil. So, so Solaire's there, and, and Garcia, they got power. Uh, now, they may have given up a little outfield defense. We're going to have to keep an eye on that. But uh, they got Stallings, who's a solid catcher. Joey Wendell is outstanding. They picked him up from Tampa Bay. Um, their pitching was good last year. It's going to have to be a little better, but they do have good starters, and the bullpen was very effective last year. The, the problem for that Marlins is, is not, I don't think, as much as internal as external. They're, they're just in a very, very difficult division. Yep where everybody's going for it. Throw them in the central division, and you might argue they they're 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 got a shot at first or second. It's a little harder to say that coming out of the gate, but I've seen Vegas is respecting them. Their win total is much higher than it's been in past years. And the scouts that have been watching them uh feel like they're they're gonna be a team you don't want to play. So we'll see how the offense comes. They but they did I guess number one here, let's see how they get out of the gate. They've addressed the offensive concerns. They're better. They're certainly, but they got a formidable lineup now. That's really top to bottom. Jazz Chisholm's batting ninth right now in in spring training, Jeez. at least coming out of spring. Give him a, the, you know, with the DH, you give the the leadoff guy at the top and the bottom of the order, and and they've been going with Soler in, in uh, as the leadoff guy, which is that you know I don't know if you guys like that the power guy to lead off. Yeah. Not my necessarily cup of tea, yeah. um, but it's it's the way a lot of teams are going. Put a power guy up front. And not necessarily your old-fashioned speed guy like who's the guy you used to watch? Maybe Ricky uh, Henderson. Chico Ricky Ruiz. Henderson. Yeah, he would hit Ricky some home Henderson? runs. But uh, I mean, well, I, I like a Ricky genuine leadoff hitter too. that occasionally has some pop. That, yeah, that's the way to go. Juan <laughs> Brock, I, yeah. Like I like the Juan Pierre, Juan the Juan Pierre, Pierre style Juan leadoff Pierre, hitter. Yeah, yeah. But today's game is going sometimes to put the power guys up one or two, uh, and and not necessarily have that speed table setter guy. So it's different. For sure, but it, but they're they're going to be better now. Let's see. I'm I'm not going to predict uh, with Mike Mayo here that they're making a the postseason, but I'm I'm intrigued. I am intrigued, and I'm not saying they can't be in it second half of the year. All right, what was that over under total? Because uh, we were involved in several long campaigns uh, trying to hit the over. We did I it once. I think I heard seventy six and a half. I think oh, wow. it was the number. Okay. Yeah, I think I heard that. I'm not positive that. Did they expand the number of games uh, in the They're season? Is it up to 190 games. now? I mean, uh, you know, what, what level of cushion well, do we need? I'm laying, out why they can, I'm laying out why they can easily surpass that with their bolstered offense. Yes. Uh, but so I like for sure. Fuck it. In fact, I'll go dinner with you guys. Oh, wow, really? If they don't oh, yeah? win 77 oh. games. So we do all, all right. And I'll uh, if we lose, dinner. it'll have to be a much more affordable place. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, for us, it'll be That's like right. uh, I'll go. You know, so you're going dinner over. at Denny's, and, and you guys, you have to pay at, like, the Cafe Max. How's that? <laughs> Is that a fair wager? No, 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 no. Wait a minute. 
I was thinking Mission Barbecue for you guys, a very okay. solid, uh, okay. I don't know if you've been there, very good. All right, well, well, we're And then for it, something though. in the Yoko Council Oak, if I win. Because it, I'm oh, buying okay. two dinners. Oh, he's going the other way around. And forget about that, Craig. Wait a minute. He's going the other way around. <laughs> the number we won't touch. Uh, all right, always Lewinsky. a pleasure. Whatever, friend, whatever uh, you want. Great season. All right. Well, we'll see you on runway Thanks 84 on Mayo's, Mayo's Dime uh, when the uh, Panthers uh, sweep. And, although, you, you know what, this, uh, this uh, you know, he's become an irascible uh, kind of rat uh, type because uh, he's walking around yeah. now in, in a Tampa Bay jersey. Uh, you know, and and, and uh, you know, the reason is, is not because lightning. of last year, but because, uh, in addition, that Tampa Bay got swept when they were the number one team in hockey just a couple of years ago, as you mentioned, by Columbus and, and Sergei Bobrovsky. So now he's oh, just trying to become uh, an irritant uh, completely and, and spoil what has been a great season for the Florida Panthers for us. No, we lost him. Give me a second. No, we lost many. That's okay. You know what? We, 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 our thanks to Craig Minervini for being with us here today. And uh, it's an interesting story, Mike Luby-Lubitz, and an interesting wager because until you do it, you, you just don't know. I mean, they say this in horse racing. Don't bet on a horse that's being asked to do something that he's never done before. Does that make sense to you? In other words, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have a horse that's been racing at six furlongs and all of a sudden he's racing like a mile and a 16th. And a friend of mine always said, never bet on a horse that is doing something that he's doing for the very first time. Even if it looks like this should be the move, right? Like the horse has been closing and coming up short at six furlongs. So now you figure the added distance that's going to help. Uh, usually you, you want to see, uh, you know, uh, an athlete that that's already done something, even if it's a horse uh, accomplished before we've seen so many teams knock on the door. I, I just believe they knocked on the door of winning that first playoff series last year, Yes, ran into a juggernaut and it's not going to happen this year. And plus they're a better team. I well, I, I, they're, first of all, they Hooper Doe was already a really good player last year. He's if possible, taking another step where he's become an elite player. Barkov is already considered an elite player and Ekblad who remember again, Ekblad did not play in that series, and the, the Lightning got, like, they had, like, two guys that were their best players who didn't play all year and magically were okay in that yeah, series where the Panthers had Ekblad all year. He was a monster, was going to win, like, Defensive Player of the Year, Defenseman of the Year, Smythe, whatever it's called, and then gets hurt right before the playoffs, and they didn't have him. So they'll actually have him this year, and then they've added guys, which they didn't do last year, and they have been good all year. They have some expectations, and like you just said, they failed. And that was a tough series. There was that was. We don't have a lot of bitter rivalries in South Florida these days. That got a little contentious. I remember going at it with Tampa fans, which I didn't even know that was a thing. And those two teams didn't like each other in that series. That was pretty rough. So that's the kind of thing yeah. where if they have home ice advantage this time, it's a whole new ball game. And I and I feel like they're gonna whatever the Capitals are, whatever all these teams are. They're the, the, the top dog, but they don't have that mentality because they can't be cocky. They've never done it. So I think they're in a really good seat, and I'm really excited for what's to come. I hope so, man. It's about time. It'd be nice to see some positive things happening here in the uh, local South Florida landscape. It seems like all the teams are making moves. Heater back in uh, good form, uh, scored uh, 144 points in the game yes, last sir. night against Charlotte. Miami Dolphins are making all the right moves. And uh, I don't know if I uh, agree with Craig Minervini because uh, we, we just ha haven't seen any steam. Maybe maybe that's the way that they actually start to show some signs of life, uh, the yeah. uh, Miami Marlins. But it doesn't appear that they have the horses to compete in the National League East with all the other teams that, that literally have shoveled all in yeah. in an attempt, including the Mets, who uh, had the setback of the ground going down before the season started. And, and maybe who knows what's happening with him. But it sounded like that was going to be fairly long term, like yep. at least a few months. Yep. So you're talking mid-season without your ace. 
Um, you know, Panther, I mean, the uh, Marlins rather have some decent starting pitching, but maybe not enough. And uh, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if they can generate runs. Uh, they, they were pretty porous in that department. You felt bad for Don Mattingly, right? Oh, yeah. And then on top of that, they had uh, so much turnover over the last couple of years that uh, literally uh, Mattingly had the team and the players wearing name tags at yes. spring training. Yes. Yeah, they went to the playoffs. That was the only way, uh, you know, that, that he was able to even identify whether or not this guy was on the roster or just had gotten lost on his way to the Cardinals locker room in Jupiter. All right, uh, that's going to do it for us. A lot of fun being with you here on After Hours with Defo and uh, Luby. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, you can download that Iron Eagle interview. It was great from yesterday. Uh, really good stuff. And, of course, Craig Minervini, a local legend here in South Florida, has done a great job, and he has been covering that uh, Florida Panther team since its inception. So uh, very knowledgeable in that regard. We thank him for joining us. Uh, Luby, you have a great day. You as well, sir. I'm Jeff DeForest. After Hours with Defo and Luby. We'll do it again tomorrow here on the Believe Network. And until then, we want to remind everybody that no matter what you're doing in life, you got to believe. Play the ponies in style at Champions, the outstanding simulcasting room at beautiful Hylia Park. Yes, the grand old lady of thoroughbred racing has never been more vibrant, and you can wager on the races from the top tracks around the country while enjoying a cocktail at the Brass Rail Bar or any of the fine food served throughout the facility. If poker is your game, you're covered in style. And you can play all your favorite Vegas-style games, including blackjack, craps, and roulette in Hylia Park's sizzling hot casino. Get a player's card when you walk through the door for all kinds of generous amenities, including our favorite, free play, when you come out to the ultimate casino and entertainment destination, Hylia Park. Recently, we realized it's not just hurricane season that can hurt us. Any time of year, things can happen to your home or business. And the insurance company can be your friend, but they also can be your enemy. Horizon Public Adjusters, Justina Testa are here for you to help this process go so much easier. Before you call the insurance company, call Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa at 954-809-8752. Would you go into court without an attorney? So why would you go up against an insurance company without Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa? Seven to ten times more money recovered with a public adjuster than if you went on your own. If there's no recovery, there's no fee, give them a call at 954 954- 809-8752. Why go up against insurance companies alone when you can have Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa on your side? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.